0: Good morning. Welcome to 12 Hour Broker Podcast. I forgot what I was saying. Like I said, never, we don't there's no redo's here. Thank you for listening. Maisie's with me. Slow day for her though, no running, just took her out driving around the truck cuz she's going on a big hike shortly after. So, trying to watch her hips, right? That's a thing with definitely with goldens and stuff. So, um okay. We're just going to jump into it, and yes, this podcast is brought to you by Americano. One second. Uh, Americano, best sponsor ever. Uh, I'm still waiting on the check. Uh, Okay, let's jump into it. So what I want to chat about today is uh, storytelling. And so I am a big, 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 big believer that whoever tells the best story wins, right? And that's an anything in life. Right, because it all comes—it all comes back to marketing, right? And marketing is about storytelling, right? So, but this—I'm going to give you some examples, just in your day-to-day mortgage business, how we've told a better story, right? Or told a story that resonated with people, and then that won, and it changed the, this maybe not the structure of the deal, but it went together because we told the story, right? It's one thing you could be a, a tactician, you could be know all the guidelines and, and, and you could know, and I guarantee most of you do know way more guidelines than I do. That's not my strong suit. I just don't want to focus on that. My head hurts trying to understand it all. Um, but I can tell a very good story. Okay. So that's my strong suit. So I'm going to give you some examples because I think everyone can work on this. Everyone can benefit from it. Um, so we had a refinance. This was probably, uh, maybe a year ago, year, whatever. happened, Uh, the client, it was over a million dollar mortgage and we're always looking for opportunities to, you know, help our clients out, but we're always presenting them with a story. And so this client, um, they were in whatever their variable rate was, there was a variable rate on the market where we could just flip them over and we could save them $35,000. They had to pay a penalty, you know, the penalty was, I don't know, eight, nine grand because they were in a variable, but it was a large mortgage, but we could save them when we backed out their penalty and closing costs and whatnot, they would net out 35 grand over like the remaining three and a half years of their term. So it was like a slam dunk, no brainer. So I presented that to the client in an email and go, Hey, there's an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. We can save you this. For instance, jump on a call. So we jump on a call and he's like, so what do I got to do? So they got us to do an appraisal. And I'm like, yeah, I have to do an appraisal. Okay. And so I have to sign paperwork and I have to get you my ink. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be two to three hours of your life. And it's going to be paperwork and signing with a lawyer stuff. Nobody wants to do. But I go, there's $35,000 at the end of the rainbow. And it wasn't resonating with them. It def- it wasn't. And I was like, huh, okay. So I'm approaching this. But I didn't just go, oh, okay, well, are you sure? And try to like go down that path and go like, hey, well, that's over 40 months. That's you know, $750 a month. What could you do with $750 a month? And th- it wasn't that. They do a household income. They have household income of $300,000. He's running a business he just took over from his dad. He's now the president of it. So I just know time is his most important commodity, time. But I also know paying down his mortgage. Because I present hey, let's buy a rental property, and he's like, no. And it's presenting to him, his his him and his and his wife's main goal in life is to pay off their mortgage. Okay, I've had I've I know this client very well. Um, but I also thought thirty saving thirty thirty five thousand dollars would resonate with them, but it didn't. So I changed. I had to pivot. I had to pivot pretty quick. I said, okay. So I know you, I'll use John and Sally Smith, not their name, but I know you and Sally's main goal is to pay off that mortgage. And I know you currently have 24 years left and you're aggressively paying it down. And what, what if instead of that savings, what if we kept your payments the same that they're at right now that you're comfortable with and you're actually on accelerated biweekly and whatnot, But let's reduce your amortization from 22 years to 21 and a half. So let's take two and a half years off your mortgage by doing two to three hours of paperwork. How does that sound? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the exact same thing, right? All we're doing, they qualified. Obviously, you have to qualify for that. So they qualified for the refi at that AM. So we just kept their payment to save and figured out exactly what their true AM would be. And it worked out to over two years. We saved them for two to three hours of paperwork. Now that resonated because I told a different story. Okay, so you helping a client save them $300 a month might not be the end-all, be-all. It might make sense to you and some of your other clients, but not them. Having knocked seven, eight months off their mortgage, in this instance, it was over two and a half years. It was around two and a half, if my memory serves me right, um, was very appealing. And like, huh, interesting. Okay, we got the deal done because I had to change the story, right? And I just had to tell them a different way, right? He who tells or she who tells the story the best way wins. And so I want you to sort of go back into your business and look at these different ways where common sense tells you this makes sense, but it's not coming through on the other end. It's not resonating with the client like you thought it was. Right? So how do you change that story? And so when people call us for renewals, one more sec, we have Americano break. Okay, thank you. Um, when people call us for renewals, we get right to like, I don't want to do renewals. Just don't want to do them. I'll ask you a couple it's like a five minute conversation. You know, I'm not going to play the rate game and shift you over and switch you over. And then your lender beats us at the last second. And, you know, there's no paperwork. You sign a piece of paper and we waste a bunch of time. And plus we had to buy the rate down. Like just, we're not doing that. So it's either you're doing a refinance to clear up some debt. To invest somewhere or whatever, do some renovations. And if that's not the case, if you're like, no, Ryan, we just want to, because I tell you, you got two options. Keep your mortgage exactly how it is, payment, amortization, maybe not payment, but amortization, mortgage amount, like the balance, and you could sign very little paperwork and carry on with your day. Right? Or we can refinance, which might improve cash flow. Do you have any unsecured debt we want to talk about? Do you want to pull money out for schooling? Do you want to pull money out for home renovations? Now the time to do it, because there's no penalty. Um, and if that doesn't resonate, no. And sometimes they're just like, Ryan, just want to keep it. What's your offer? Okay. So it it tells me your main goal is to pay your mortgage down as fast as possible. Right. And you've got 23 years left. Yeah. Okay. I can show you a nine or 10 year mortgage. Is that something you'd be interested in? Okay. Now you've got our ear and all that is, is it's one step back to take 10 forward. We're going to refinance, pull money out. We'll keep your payments the same. We'll add amortization on to offset pulling out that equity for down payment and closing costs. We will get you into a cash flow, neutral property, investment property. It'll appreciate 5% per year. We're in Ontario. That's very low. 5% per year with that anticipated appreciation plus mortgage paid out. You could technically sell that property in eight, nine years, pay capital gains, pay your exit costs. You'll have a lump sum of money. You'll take that plus your initial down payment we put in it, and you could be mortgage free. We can do that, and you'll be more trained eight, nine years. I can lay this out for you. Before that, I want you to go watch this webinar. Um, And if they're like, no, no, we're interested, then I'll go lay that out for them in a budget scenario. Obviously, get some updated income docs from them, make sure it's something we can execute on. And then we'll build out that proposal for them and tell them a story. Right? So I didn't tell them, hey, but if you come with me, then you get me in your corner. Like, that's, that's all fine and good when I'm not up against a retention team. When I'm up against a retention team... And easy wins, convenience wins. When you just sign a dotted line and you carry on, like, I'm not playing in that space. It's not worth my time. You do the refi or you do the, in this instance, because they had 24, I could show them a nine-year mortgage, right? Most of the time, it's a 10-year mortgage, basically less than half of whatever they have remaining. If they have 15 years, we'd show them the six, seven-year mortgage. So it's all relative, but the numbers work. You can't pull holes in the number unless you don't get the appreciation, but even at a 2% of your appreciation, the numbers work. So I wanted to lay that out for you. That's just another story, right? They came in much like clients who come to us and they go, Hey Ryan, we're looking to sell and buy. Perfect. One sec here. Sorry. I I haven't had coffee yet today. Khan was just speaking to me. So I, it's another sponsor break. They're getting their money's worth for sure. Americano um, people come to us with a, I don't know what that squeaking sound is. It might be birds out or something, but Maisie's interest is peaked. They come to us to go, we want to sell and buy. Perfect. I'm going to show you that scenario that you came to us with. Plus I'm going to show you another scenario. As long as they qualify, we run the scenario behind the scenes. We pre approve them. takes two, three minutes. The scenario is we keep that as a rental property. And in doing so, you're worth this much more, 15, 20 years down the road, or we can sell it at 10 years. Now, this new home you just bought where you're putting a 30-year AM on, you could be mortgage-free in 10 years. Wow, okay, and we tell the story like that, right? And sometimes keeping that current investment property the current home they live in isn't an ideal investment property for whatever reason. Then we will sell it, we'll lay that out, but then instead of putting their 700-gram from the equity from the sale into the purchase, we'll put $550, we will keep $150 out, and we'll get an investment property, and we'll show them, hey, this is your 10-year mortgage plan. Or retire five-year early plan. You pick. But I'm, I'm telling you a story. I'm telling you, you could be mortgage-free in 10 years, I'm giving you the plan to do it. And it's not the plan you came to me with because they don't know. Right? So we've gotten very good at telling stories, laying the story out, and there's probably other scenarios think of. Um, I'll give you some smaller stories, maybe, you know, not as like, Hey, we can change your life, but a first time home buyer comes to you and they say, Hey, I want to put 10% down on a property. Great. Let's do it. Here's the option. Here's your 10% down option. By the way, I just wanted to show you two other options. I wanted to show you if you put 5% down, you still qualify. Obviously you're only showing stuff that they qualify for. If You put 5% down. Sure. You pay more in the insurance premium. But you get to keep, you know, $20,000, dollars $40,000 in your pocket. And your payment is this, right? It's $80 more. I'm not saying you do it. I'm just saying I want to show you that maybe that means something to you. Some rainy day money sitting there because you're going to with 10%. You're landlocking the money for a while, right? There's going to be very little opportunity to refinance that anytime soon. So I just want to show you this. Or I also want to show you, hey, we can avoid that insurance premium altogether. And... Keep your payments lower if that's some of interest to you. And that involves you getting another 10% from maybe a family member as a gift or a home equity line, or sorry, not a home equity line, um, a line of credit. We borrow it and we run that. So we'll run that snare for them. They came to us with 10% down. Ryan, we have 10% down. Great. I'm going to tell you a couple other stories. So what does that do? I don't get any extra business out of that. I did get extra business out of the other ones where we told them the 10 year mortgage, right. Buy three properties instead of one, um, you know, do the refinance and cut time off your mortgage instead of reduce your cash flow every month or increase your cash flow every month. But what I'm doing is they're starting to see like when we say, Hey, do you add value? Well, I'm adding value by telling these different stories. They didn't know was possible. I'm not just telling them on the phone, I'm laying it out and I'm walking them through it. So It makes it really hard for them to leave us because they feel we've got their interests at heart. They feel like we're actually a valuable asset because we've shown them other things. Even if they don't take it, we went above and beyond with our storytelling, right? So our motto is show, don't tell, right? I could tell you to your blue in the face, buying real estate makes sense. You're going to win long-term over the phone, blah, blah, blah. You already know it deep down but I'm just going to show you instead. I'm going to lay out the numbers for you. Math doesn't doesn't lie. And then I'll put some things behind it. I'll go, hey, remember with that conversation we had? And the reason, like, why do you want to be mortgage-free so much quicker? Well, we want to be able to maybe retire early. What would you do when you retire? We want to be able to go visit our grandkids. Where are your grandkids? They're in Florida. Okay, perfect. So now instead of the 10-year mortgage, it's the Operation see Grandkids in Florida. So you could go on your way, which is renew your mortgage, grind away on your 24, pay accelerated weekly, maybe get you down to 17, 18, 19, whatever. Or you can come my way and you can see your grandkids, you know, have the ability to choose if you want to go down there eight, nine years earlier, right? Just telling the story. That's all I'm doing. So we storytell all day, every day, right? But we have to find out the pain point. And so like my initial example, I found the pain point on that client, $35,000 savings over three and a half years wasn't sexy enough. What was, was taking two and a half years off doing three hours paperwork. Aha, ding, 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 right? So I encourage you in your day-to-day operation, you're on the phone with people, like you're, you're trying to figure out these, these extra things like, you know, you're dealing with first time homebuyer. Great. That, like, why do you want to buy a property? Is it, well, I'm, I'm living at home and I don't like it anymore. I'm under. Yeah, I know. I, I used to live at home. You're under the parents' rules and you don't feel like you can come and go and you feel like there's always like someone. Walking. Yeah, totally. Totally. OK, well, it's operation, you know, stop living at home. Now that's our story we're telling. We're not telling you, hey, first time homebuyer. Like everyone else, and when you Google it, that's all you find, that's all. It's Operation Stop Living at Home, and that's the narrative we run with. It's the same stuff after that that we do. But now our story, the title of the story changes. right? It's not, I help first-time homebuyers. It's like, no, I help you stop living with your parents. (laughs) Right? And everything that comes with that. So we had a client going through a divorce. I'm just going to give you a couple more examples. And she needed help, right? But she's like, I've been told to talk to my bank. My bank's all over, blah, 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 I said, okay, and what's, you know, I just, I need to get out. I need to start the next chapter of my life and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, you know, she was so confused. She had so many different people in the air. So we just, all of a sudden, the, the name of our story, the narrative was, you know, operation, start next chapter in your life. Right? And that was the, that, that's a subject line we use on our emails. After we get off the phone with you, that's the subject line we use moving going, going forward. So the story is just always there. It's not a one-time thing, we say. That's always the, the, what we call the story, right? So we put it into practice. So we have all these little nuances of how we storytell, right? It's finding the pain point, showing them different ways, not being an order taker, showing them different options, telling them different stories they didn't know they could even read those books. They thought they were either too advanced and they couldn't read them, or they were beneath them. I have ten percent. Why would I put five percent? Well, because it's sixty-five dollars less a month. You keep thirty grand in your pocket. I'm not saying you do it. I'm just laying out the option for. It. I just want to show you. Yeah, you pay a little more insurance premium, but that means different things to different people. Right now, you're throwing all your savings in. I don't know. Do you feel better keeping thirty grand? yeah, well, the bank told me I ten percent because that's what I told them. That's what they ran with. Well, yeah, well, I'm not the bank. I'm telling you, you have this option. Oh, that's cool. Didn't know. Thanks, Ryan. Right? So we're changing just, I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. And I gave you enough examples there. And we put it into operation. If it's not subject line, if it's the budgets and the videos, explain the story. If it's not order taking, showing them other options. It's finding what the pain point is. And then changing the narrative to that. Right? So I hope this helps. I really do hope it helps. Because I feel a lot of us are trying to put a round peg in a round hole. Um, cause you're just not digging a little deeper and trying to understand some things about the client and what's really making them tick. And we think we have it figured out, but we don't. And I thought I had it figured out with the $35,000 a year for of savings over three and a half years. I was like, this is a slam dunk. Boom, boom, boom. See you later alligator. And he's like, nah, yeah, no. Cause the last experience, it was painful. We went with, I forget the bank, but it was just, it was payment. He's like, yeah, I just, I'm taking over the business. I don't have time to deal with this right now. I'm like, huh? Interesting. I think he'd feel different if there was like a briefcase of $30,000 on his doorstep, <laughs> but that's not the case. It's over, you know, a while. So, so there you go. I hope that helps kids. Um, five texts a days, five texts a days, <laughs> five texts a day. Cause it works. Okay. All right. Peace out.